G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, for many of us, serving God means serving within our local church or volunteering in one of the community arms of ministry that our local church supports. But there are some who take their service for God especially seriously and they're prepared to go to places that at best for most of us we might dream about or at worst feel uncomfortable about. Well, Dr. David Lean and his wife Mary and their five children have just recently relocated from their home in Toowoomba in Queensland to the highlands of Papua New Guinea, where they're serving there in a local hospital. David's joining us for a quick update and tell the story. David Lean, welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much. It's great to join you. David, you're a doctor, you're a paediatrician, you're caring for the needs of children and families. It's a little different in Papua New Guinea, isn't it, to, to what happens typically medically with children here in Australia? Uh, yes, it is, Neil. Um, we certainly have uh, different, I guess, presentations to the hospital here, although there is a, a certain degree of overlap uh, to, to what we see back in Australia and in places like Toowoomba. Uh, often children who present to hospital here uh, present very unwell or perhaps a lot later than what we're used to in Australia and that often makes the work a lot more challenging as well. And as I understand it, the uh, mortality rate for children is much higher than we see in Australia. Is that one of the things that for you is an important issue when you're serving in the capacity that you do? Yeah, ab- absolutely. The mortality rate for children in Papua New Guinea is probably about 12 times worse than for children in Australia. And sadly, that's, a, um, I guess, a, a byproduct of, of many of the, the different challenges that exist here within Papua New Guinea. A lot of those uh, relate as much to the geography of the country as, as well as the, the, sort of the poor resources um, that are available here, which all compound and, and make things very difficult. Um, many of the families that come to us here, you know, they, they just like... In Australia, they desperately want their children to be to be well, and they they don't want any bad things to happen. But they're just physically not able to bring them to be to be seen and to have healthcare provided to them until it's often very late. And there are people within the health district that we're working in here that will need to travel for two or three days just to get to the hospital, and uh, you know that's a very challenging thing for them and for us. And you're about to really get immersed in a role in a hospital there in the Papua New Guinea Highlands uh, where you're covering something like 450,000 people in a catchment area. That's bigger than most of us can uh, appreciate that one hospital might deal with, but uh, it's a significant need there. That's correct, yeah. Um, the hospital here, um, Kutchip Nazarene Hospital, where we are working and living, um, has a really beautiful role to play, I suppose, in this in this province called Jawaka province of the highlands of Papua New Guinea. The hospital's been here for a little over 50 years now, and a couple of years ago was named the Provincial Hospital, so we have a unique thing in that we're, we're a mission hospital, um, but we also uh, partner with the Ministry of Health here in Papua New Guinea to provide healthcare 
for for our entire province, the entire provincial population here in the Highlands. So uh, certainly over 400,000 people, and it's you know it's our joy then to be able to work and care for those people. At the moment, we have about 10 or 11 full-time medical staff here at the hospital, and there are no other doctors uh, working here in the province that we're working in. So there's a, there's a lot of need and a lot of work to be done. David, you really just arrived in Papua New Guinea and your wife Mary is with you. You've got five children. How are the families settling in? We're settling in quite well, thank you. Yeah, we feel very uh, loved and cared for by the, the community here at the hospital. We uh, visited here for one month back in midway through 2017. And at the time that we visited here, we were you know, praying and, and preparing ourselves for longer-term mission service uh, down the track. And so we, it was a real blessing during the time that we had here. And uh, we, we've made good friends here, and it's been great to be able to reconnect and um, continue those friendships. And we felt very welcomed into the community. So the boys have really hit the ground running, our older four boys, and our little daughter, who's just 16 months old, is, is settling in well too. And we're very thankful to be here. It's a real, um, a real privilege. Now, it is a mission hospital that you're going to be serving in and over this next couple of years. And you've come from Australia and you were part of the St. Bart's Church in Toowoomba. Is St. Bart's the sort of church that has a really great heritage when it comes to people like yourself serving in mission in such a significant context? Uh, St. Bart's is, a, is certainly very active in its support of uh, missions and in um, it's a very significant focus of the church there, and it's been a blessing for us to, um, I guess, be a part of that congregation for the past two years. Um, and we're we're being partnered with St. Bart's in our service here. We also, prior to being at St. Bart's two years ago, had been attending another church called City North Baptist Church, which is in the northern suburbs of Brisbane. And um, both of the churches, um, both St. Bart's and City North, have a really, um, yeah, strong emphasis, I suppose, on on missions and on serving. Um, in, in sort of, I guess, situations that are not, not exactly the typical ones that we see. And so um, we've, we've been encouraged, I suppose, in our, in our desire to serve in that way through both of those congregations. And we're very thankful to the Lord for, for leading us to both of those places, uh, which has really encouraged us to keep on and to keep pursuing what we felt God was leading us to. David, there's lots of needs all over the world, and certainly your skills as a paediatrician must be in high demand. What made you and Mary choose to go to Papua New Guinea rather than, you know, some uh, church maybe in deepest, darkest Africa or somewhere like that? Uh, what was uh, what was the thing that got you over the line to go to PNG? Well, look, um, I mean, in terms of why we're doing it at all, I guess we both have felt for a long time that that God had been working in our hearts first to bring us to a, a, an, an understanding and a knowledge of what He has done, and uh, to uh, confirm in our lives uh, His call. And then over time, uh, He's been leading us, I suppose, to serve overseas. Uh, as you said, actually, in your in your question, we did actually initially feel that God was leading us to Africa. And so, in 2012, when I was a junior doctor, uh, we had just the two older boys, and we we took the entire year off. Um, I guess our lives here in Australia, or back in Australia now, and we we worked in, in Zambia and Africa in a very rural and remote part of the country. We had a really good time overall during our, our year away, but it was actually very challenging work at times, and I, I personally really um, struggled at times with the, I guess, the scale of need that we were trying to serve, and also with 
um, particularly in, from a paediatrics point of view, just the, some of the horrific things that I was seeing there. We, we probably averaged two or three paediatric deaths a week during my time in Zambia, and uh, I found that personally a very challenging and, and saddening thing. But, um, yeah, over, over time, after we came back from Zambia, we felt that God was still calling us to serve overseas um, using our medical skills, and um, that that was the right thing for us to do. We also, around that time, became more um, acquainted with Samaritan's Perth, who run a really wonderful program um, called World Medical Mission. And World Medical Mission partners with, um, I believe, 40 to 50 uh, evangelical mission hospitals all around the world. And um, we looked on their website and we were able to see that one of the hospitals that they partnered with was in Papua New Guinea, that's the Kudjip Hospital, where we're now working. And we got interested, I suppose, to see what was going on in the work at Papua New Guinea, given that it was so close to Australia. We feel a real sense of connection to Papua New Guinea, given that it's uh, literally our, our closest neighbouring country. And my dad was himself born in Port Moresby, so it was a real opportunity for us to, I guess, see work, um, similar work to what we'd seen in Zambia, but closer to home. And after our time here in 2017, when we, when we were able to live and work here for one month, we felt that uh, perhaps God call on our life was really actually here in Papua New Guinea rather than in Africa or another place that that um, yeah that we'd perhaps previously thought. Certainly the need here in PNG and especially in the highlands of PNG is, is just as much if not greater than in many, many other parts of the world and so, you know, I feel like, you know, God willing my skills will be very useful to the, the people here. And of course, your skills so important, and uh, not to underrate that as one of the reasons why you might be there serving people in Papua New Guinea. But you're driven by this Christian motivation of yours, and you have a desire to share the gospel into the Papua New Guinean context. Uh, how easy is that when you get to serve people in a hospital the way that you'll be doing? One of the beautiful things about working in a mission hospital, and I think one of the reasons for us anyway why we feel that working in a mission hospital was the right decision for us in terms of working overseas was the, the ability for us to so easily um, share the good news of what God has done for us in sending Jesus. And uh, previously having worked in Australia where sharing your faith is often a very difficult thing, if not even not allowed in, in some contexts, uh, here in Papua New Guinea, people expect you to be praying with them regularly. They expect us to um, yeah, be offering, I guess, that really holistic care, which includes spiritual care for a person rather than just offering medical care. And so it's a really refreshing thing for me, and it's a, a beautiful thing for me to be able to take part in that. I will certainly do my very best to provide the best medical care that I can, but I also want people to realize that even if I provide the very, very, very best medical care that I can, ultimately medical care is really just sticking band-aids on people's big problems and the, the real problems that they have in life, which uh, are the ones that are going to uh, matter for eternity, are really not usually their medical ones. And so if people don't don't see Christ, if they don't come to know Christ in the way that I provide care for them, then I'm not doing the best that I can for them. And so it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing that we be, are able to provide that here. The hospital here, we have a number of expatriate doctors like myself, uh, most of whom are American, and we're able to to share the gospel in the way that we do that. We also have three full-time Papua New Guinean chaplains whose job is to um, share and uh, encourage um, the patients on the wards here and to be able to share the gospel in that way. So it's a, it's, a, it's a big team effort here and it's a great joy for us to be able to do that work alongside one another. 
And it is a mission hospital, and while we might think of a mission hospital as treating people who are ill and attending to those medical needs, as I understand it, David, last year five churches were planted as a result of the work in the hospital. Uh, that's an amazing thing that goes as a, a little extra. It's like icing on the cake, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And again, that speaks to, I think, you know, the ethos of the hospital here is very much that... Um, we, we want to provide the best medical care to all patients who come here, whether they be Christian or, or not. But um, but we also want to be very strongly encouraging and, and uh, pointing people to, to the, the hope that we have in Christ. And um, that's the most important thing. And we rejoice in, in, in news like that. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Well, it is a big sacrifice that you and Mary and your five children are making to serve in Papua New Guinea. Is there a way, David, that listeners to our conversation today can support you at all? I know, obviously, you'd like to connect with people for prayer support, but perhaps even some financial support in the work that you're doing. I know you're there as a part of Samaritan's Purse and that initiative there at the Kunjip Hospital, uh, and uh, you've come from your home church, St. Bart's in Toowoomba, but uh, what's the best way that people could connect and perhaps support you in a more substantial way? Sure. So, look, if um, people would like to support us, uh, they can uh, contact Samaritan's Perth Australia. So the, the phone number for that is um, 0288251300. Uh, or they can um, also check out the Samaritan's Perth Australia website and potentially um, check through there. I believe if you search for our name through there, you may be able to find us. Uh, also, you'd be very welcome to contact us by email as well if people are interested, even just to hear more about what we're doing rather than um, even financially supporting us. So um, our email address is Dave and Mary Lean, all in words, at gmail.com. So that's Dave and Mary Lean at gmail.com. And people would be very, very happy to uh, welcome anyone else along to, onto our um, email list and they can receive update emails from us by that way as well. Okay, Dave and Mary Lean at gmail.com. Uh, perhaps the easiest thing to remember is to find the Samaritan's Purse website in Australia and uh, you'll be able to do a search there and find out how you can be in touch with David and Mary Lean. Uh, David, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. No worries at all. Thank you so much for that. It's been a real privilege to talk to you and I, I must say that it's, it's not a burden or a challenge for us in many ways for us to be here. It's a real joy for us to be able to uh, serve the people of Papua New Guinea. We don't feel like we've sacrificed much at all. Thank you very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.